0: Welcome to the Real Life Groups Leadership Podcast, a conversation about creating small groups where people grow in spiritual maturity in relationship. We're focused on you, the small group leader, giving tips and tools to help you lead effectively. Well, I want to welcome you back. We're so excited for this episode of the Real Life Group's Leadership Podcast. And today we have Jesse Hill, one of our group's pastors for our Post Falls campus with us, as well as Sarah Short on the women's team at the Post Falls campus, also my wife. <laughs> but it's amazing because this two team, this team represents, how many groups do you guys oversee here at the Post Falls campus? I don't
1: know, it's 40, 43, 45, yeah. something like that. Yeah. 40 That sounds
2: pretty good. 40 and
1: 50. Yeah. I like it that number. Kinda, yeah. You know, you yeah. add a group group here, cha- group yep. changes, yes. but yep. you
0: guys have a lot of people that you represent. Yeah. Um, and the today's conversation I'm really excited for, because we're going to be talking about the five stages of group development, right? Yeah. You know, yep. And this has been fun, even just preparing for this. Cause I, I went to attended one of the coaches huddles and was just uh, listening through. It was like, there's so much application for my group. So as I went into this My thought was, we have to bring this to our group leaders. And so that's why we're starting this conversation and bringing it out. Certainly, this is not an all-encompassing training. So I love to say that right off the bat. This is a conversation to help you know the next steps, you know, to uh, talk with your group's team, to attend trainings. But I am really excited for this. But I do want to start as we're talking about, you know, driving people towards growth i'm talking about development mm. a kind of an icebreaker for today's conversation and i kind of know your answer already but yeah. i'm gonna hear it anyway <laughs> is how did you learn how to drive right so we're talking oh, about development okay yep tell yeah. us kind of your journey to how you learned how to drive for the first time
1: well let's see i had a friend of mine who owned uh el camino oh sweet. and uh Fancy. let's see i was probably Is that like- a car or truck first of all Oh man, that's a good question. Now, I'm going to call like, it a truck. Different, okay. different time. I think it's different a truck. Time. Okay, no truck. Okay, cars, well. Sure. well, anyways, yeah. So I don't know about 14 before you're allowed to be out there oh, learning okay. to drive. Uh, he was teaching me how to drive out I on the streets, but that was back when our town had lots of room to go practice driving. Yeah, there so, weren't as
0: many stoplights. Nope. No yeah, police Yeah, stop yeah okay. that's right. Okay. Yeah. okay. How yeah. about you, Sarah?
2: Uh, yeah, so I would say like my grandpa, Papa Jack is what we called yeah. him, taught me how to drive. So honestly, from the time we were probably like eight or nine, mm. he would like put us on um, his lap and we would at least kind of like steer down um, his street, like coming home from different parties. But then once I kind of hit like 12, 13, when it was almost time for me to drive, he would take me out to like the woods and it was really important. I learned how to drive a stick shift. And so he would find like the steepest hill that oh, yeah. I, that, and he'd have me drive up it and then he'd make me find like the clutch and the gas where I could stop without using my brake. And so, yeah. And so he was a really good teacher. I'm still not a very good driver. I was so. actually just <laughs> going to ask
0: that. Why didn't it help your driving I don't skills? know. I'm not Why a good driver. Why do you not drive
1: straight?
2: I'm a distracted driver. I get excited. She's distracted. I get,
0: and yeah. 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 You would know from your background, you know, you probably, i watched her
1: navigate around about one time
0: yeah, yeah. it's yeah uh-huh. i'm not a great driver that. yeah.
1: <laughs> that's really good it's like um, a zigzag
0: totally <laughs> hey, here's, the, here's the point we're all learning we're all growing thank you that's right yeah and uh, it's actually been pretty fun in our house we've had multiple uh up-and-coming drivers we have one daughter who's driving one who has a permit and it is scary i'll just say that yeah like it's scary trusting them to a you know, thousands of pounds of vehicle on the road. And, you know, I think that's a good even transition for us to talk about the empowerment that we, we yeah. hand, uh, you know, leaders, you know, and that's so many true. of you group leaders that are entrusted with a responsibility of leading groups yeah. And man, I mean, a lot of you guys, I mean, I know me stepping into leadership for the first time, uh, I was I was nervous, scared, and I thought I had some tools, Yeah. Um, but knowing what was the next steps for my group was, mm-hmm. was hard to know. It's almost like you don't know until you get there. And that's so right. yeah. that's kind of why I think this conversation can help us because we're actually going to try and forecast a little bit of what we've seen through multiple generations, what we've yeah. seen from working with lots of different groups yeah. of mm-hmm. what are some of the stages you go through mm-hmm. and how to be prepared as you can. And I would say reality is you're going to have to go through the, those stages at some level on your own. Yeah. But if you can at least know what's coming up, you know, that that helps. Yeah. So here's kind of the main point we're driving to today. So as listeners, you can be aware of what we're trying to, to come away with. We want you as group leaders to be able to identify what stage your group is at and what is a step they could take to help help them progress and mm-hmm. develop further. So that's kind of what we're mm-hmm. talking about. Uh, And we've been using even the title of this podcast, The Five Stages of Group Development. Mm -hmm. So I thought it'd be good just to start with that. I'm sure that's what everyone's thinking and listening for right now is, okay, well, what are those stages? Give me an overview. So maybe Jesse, start with just giving us a overview of what these stages that we've seen are.
1: Yeah. Well, if you can take yourself back to 1965. Okay, I was there. there.
0: Nope, no. wasn't okay.
2: there. <laughs> Any yeah. of us were there. No, we weren't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we needed a guy by the name of Bruce Tuckman. Okay. Uh, he was a psychologist um, that developed uh, basically yeah. these stages for teams. And really, the in a nutshell, he's saying that a team or a group will experience certain stages yeah. um, with one another. And that those stages are needed in order to be a successful team who's yep. on mission okay. uh, for the goal you're trying to yeah. uh, achieve. And so um, from there, um, I know businesses continue to use that model. And even churches mm-hmm. have yeah. um, somewhat adopted uh, that model and <laughs> integrated it into some of their own trainings for small groups. Wow, yep. great.
0: Yeah, yeah so, so this is something that's been around for a while. So some yeah. of the names that you might have heard, um, and then you guys can unpack this a little bit for me. Um, forming, storming norming, and what you, we, we normally would hear would be the word what? Is it performing? Is that what yeah, perfor- historically? yep Yeah, yep. yep, historically. That, yep. that would be historically the term. We as a church went, you know, that's not really the stage that we see. We see more biblically the idea of ministering mm-hmm. and multiplying, right? Yep. Yep. Now, so these are some of these big categories. I'll review those again, so you can hear that. Forming, storming, norming, ministering and multiplying that would be some of these big categories right Mm -hmm. yeah so translate that and overlay that with a little bit with discipleship language as a church what have we seen maybe Sarah unpack that a little bit yeah Yeah,
2: so when we were looking at those trying to figure out like how do those fit with our DNA that could be understood is this idea of like the forming storming norming those are really all the connecting like that's where you're connecting um, your group's getting to know each other, they're building more trust. And then finally like they're fully connected to each other. Okay. Um, then once you kind of move into like ministering, then we see kind of like that young adult phase where they're like mm-hmm. hungry, they're doing stuff, they're yep. serving each mm-hmm. other, maybe serving each other, serving outside the group, those things. Mm-hmm. And then multiplying is now you like your group, someone in your group is now a disciple maker themselves. And yeah. so it's time to kind of maybe release them to the next thing, which would be them starting a group. And so going so what I'm this. hearing you
0: say is we kind of have an overlay of what we would call our discipleship wheel yep. and our stages of spiritual growth. Yeah. So for those of you that are unfamiliar with those, those terms our you know, discipleship wheel would mm-hmm. be share, connect, minister, disciple, and yep. our stages of spiritual growth. Um, you know, someone who's spiritually dead, someone who's an infant, a child, a young adult, or parent, mm-hmm. and these terms don't replace those, but these kind of give us If you could label your group, like Mm -hmm. in the season that they're in, that you might say, hey, my group is just getting started.
1: We Mm -hmm. are forming. Is
0: that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I think from an SAMD process, you're thinking about, you know, you're sharing your life with other people. You're sharing your faith with them. And then you're starting to invite them into relationship with you. And that's when you get into this forming Mm -hmm. stage, right? Where you are... You're starting from the ground up, right? You're building a relationship with each other. You're strangers, right? And so, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is, you know, typically in a uh, forming stage, that's going to be your time where you're just getting to know one another. Um, You're sharing as a leader, you're sharing with the group um, what the group is all about. Yep, you know, great. you're creating those healthy boundaries yeah. and whatnot. But yep.
0: that's really good. Yep. So most people that are in a stage of a new group yeah. um, in the first you know season or first few months, mm-hmm. that's pretty clear, I'd say, yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. Usually they would say, yep, uh, we are a new group. We are yeah. forming. You know, mm-hmm. this group is just getting formed. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe people are still being added to that group. I know mm-hmm. that was our experience in mm-hmm. this last season yeah. was it took a little while for people to be added to our group. So we knew we were still being formed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we kind of transition and so this would be the the question is how how does a group that's beyond that initial season, Mm -hmm. how do they really know where they're at? You know, if you think about these different terms, forming, storming, norming, Mm -hmm. ministering, multiplying, how would a group leader Mm. know? How do I identify that? Sarah, what are your yeah. thoughts on that?
2: Well, I think it's it's listening to what's being shared in group or maybe shared outside of group, um, you know, over coffee, dinner, those kinds of things. Okay. It helps you hear where your people are at. Yeah. Um, we usually say in the forming stage, everyone's like usually pretty polite and mm-hmm. calm. As we kind of move into more storming, that's when, which is not a bad thing. A lot of people get nervous, but that's when some more conflict might come up. Um, mm-hmm. But that's where as leaders, we get to start helping model that, you know, biblically, like how do you handle biblical conflict those things but people start to share a little bit more um and then norming it just it's Mm. almost like okay now we kind of have a rhythm like this is our group everyone's sharing everyone's transparent feeling comfortable and so but it's looking at each season of where you're at of like man what are my people saying and what are they living out because a lot of times we know that there are some people in our groups that think they're farther along and they're actually Mm. not and so but i just think it's listening and observing yeah like what are they valuing are they are they going to church weekly, right? Are they tithing? Are they serving? Like those are all great Mm -hmm. indicators of man, where are they at spiritually?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You said Um, something really important. I want to jump off it and maybe ask Jesse a question on this. mm -hmm. So a group that's formed, it's kind of, Hey, we know who's in our group. We've gotten past the initial meeting, you know, kind of the, you put on your best face and now you move into what we would call storming. And does every group storm? And I would say, um, you know, kind of explain that season a little bit. Yeah. Like, what do you, what have you experienced from leading groups?
1: Yeah, I would say generally speaking, so maybe not true for all groups okay. yeah. that you're going to go through most of these stages. And a lot of times after you've formed as a group, um, you've gotten to know one another. You're starting to um, deepen more in your relationship with yeah. one another. Right. And this is when you really get to in a storming stage, you're really starting to learn about one another's beliefs. You know, yeah. and sometimes your perspective um, on life or scripture or what the group should look like yep. um, mm-hmm. starts to collide a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I like what you said, Sarah, like a lot of times as a leader, you know, you're you're stepping back out of the facilitation of the study. Yeah. And you're looking at like where what are some of those indicators and yeah. in, um, that you see with, you yeah. know, with your group mm-hmm. That's right? really good, and but. I do think that if, you know, I think most groups are going to experience this if you have a group um, that is grown in spiritual maturity in relationship is the key. Yeah. Um, And maybe it's just me, but it seems like all my deep relationships, um, I've stormed a little bit. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Right. And so I've had guys in my life that have had to go, hey, let's talk about Mm -hmm. more about what that is. Why do you believe that? Right.
0: Yeah, I've got a lot of thoughts on that. So first thing I want to go and come back to is. So, so this idea of entering into a relationship where you don't know anyone um, yeah. or don't know them well, and now you're in a group mm. and you're bringing in different backgrounds. And I think yep. that's a key part in, mm-hmm. in storming because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we're bringing in you know, different weather patterns. I'm even thinking that's about right. thunderstorms, right? Yeah. It's like you got cold different and you got hot. Yeah. Right? Yep. Different church experiences, right? Yeah. Different church experiences. Okay. There's going to be a storm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what you do with that. And that's why setting the ground rules is really important. Mm-hmm. But so as, as a group progresses, and I think a key part is we as a church and our as our groups across all of our campuses, we, yeah. we are, we fight for relationships. It's right. a core value to us. We that's are going right. to, we're going to push through some of that initial. Yeah. It's not just like, okay, I didn't like these people. I'm out. Otherwise we would have no small groups. That's you know? right. So now yeah. you're seeing this growth into, you know, we'd call kind of a norming stage. And mm-hmm. I'll even combine that a little bit with what we would call the ministering stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a season, what I'm hearing you guys say is things are a little bit more of like, Hey, this is the sweet spot. Yeah. You know, this is the season that a group kind of loves being in, you know, things are normal. I know the people I show up to see group yeah. and man, they're even serving me a little bit. I know mm-hmm. I jumped into two stages, Yeah. but let talk about for a second the danger of staying in one of those stages. You know, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, well, that's what I was thinking of I, as you were describing that. I was like, oh, well, not it's the sweet spot, but it's the most dangerous spot because this is yeah. where you almost have best friends. Yeah. And mm-hmm. who wants to ever separate yep. from their best friend? The people that they feel most comfortable with, and so sometimes yeah. the longer you stay in that, as a leader, yep. the longer you allow your people to stay in that stage, it seems really nice, but again. As a leader, I'm thinking proactively, what's their next step spiritually, yeah. which is to create room for more disciple mm-hmm. making. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so like it is like a constant vision cast of like we're not all going to yeah. stay together forever, but yeah. we are. But the relationships will stay. And, and that, I yeah. think that's hard for people to understand of like I usually explain it this way of it's less at a table like this. And it's actually more shoulder to shoulder relationship because we're yeah. taking ground together. Yeah. And so the, actually the relationship shoulder to shoulder is actually very strong.
1: It's mm-hmm. almost stronger
2: because it's like now we're in leadership together. You yeah. understand what I'm going through. Yeah. We actually get to iron sharpen one another. And so That's but I great. think that danger is like yeah. then you create more of it can be even just yeah. more of a social club because mm-hmm. everyone's just stuck together in their situation.
1: And you kind of see that um in the Bible, right? Yeah. I mean, you see with the disciples, obviously from even the beginning, right? Jesus inviting them into relationship, mm-hmm. they're forming as a group. Um They're maybe a little cautious, not sure what's going to happen, but they're going, you know, I'm in, I'm excited for the most part. And then you get into this um, storming stage where you see the disciples asking a lot of questions or you see the battles that they're having with one another. Mm -hmm. Right. And Jesus is having to bring them back to like, how are we going to love each other through this and fight for relationship Mm -hmm. and get through, um, you know, through this. And then even to jump to kind of what you're talking about, this uh, multiplying stage. I mean, how hard it must have been for Paul and Timothy, right? Yeah. To, I mean, they have some sort of connection with each other. Paul's writing Timothy letters and you can see his love for Timothy, but man, they're just so on mission. You know, they know they're going to have eternity with one another. Yeah. Right. And so it's, it's sad. And at the same time, it's good. Like I want to be on mission for Jesus. Yeah. And so, yeah. A shoulder to shoulder,
0: kind of what Sarah was saying, that they have a direction together because we kind of jumped that last piece, which Mm -hmm. is this multiplying. Yeah. And I think it's important that we do set the tone for that in our groups. And that, you know, even if you're as a group leader, you're Mm -hmm. like, I, you know, I've never talked about that. Maybe that's a challenge today to go, you know, the destination of our groups is not to stay in comfort forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's to, yes, leverage that exciting season. And that we, in that season of, Hey, it feels normal. Yeah, We're ministering to each other. That's a really great thing. Mm -hmm. But if we stay there, then we can't, do our vision and mission. We can't live out yeah. reaching the world for Jesus and making disciples of the, all the nations. Yeah. We can't see that lived out, which is why yeah. you know these stages are important. Again, this yeah. goes back to the bigger arc for us of the growth of a disciple. Yeah. So I kind of have some practical questions I want to ask a little bit to shift gears is, so if you're in a group, group leaders, mm-hmm. how do they lead their group to know where they're at, And be prepared for the next season that that we see is ahead of them in discipleship growth. What do you guys think about that?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? I mean, there's, you know, we do teach indicators for each stage. Mm Yeah. Right. When you come out of that storming stage, because we kind of skipped over that just a little bit, you know, and you start to what we call norming. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. at that stage, you're in a place where you're at least um, starting to really trust each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Maybe it's not fully there. Like when you Mm -hmm. get to this ministering stage where it's like you're just fully devoted, like scripture talks about being with one another. Mm -hmm. Right. That you're just like you're almost unwavering in your relationships with one another. At that point, you're serving one another. You're caring for one another. You're helping out one another. Um, But some of the indicators, you know, when I think about a norming stage to get to that norming stage. You know, when you've been through life and you've been through the trenches with some people, right. you've gone through a storm. On the back end of that, if you stay plugged in, and you fight for relationship, you've actually built trust with one another. Right. Right? And Mm -hmm. so now you're norming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when you see um, some indicators, like people are anxious, or are unsure, um, those are just um, opportunities to meet people where they're at and help them journey through that. And sometimes that happens from a collective stage. Like we're talking group development. Yeah, You know, there's the personal development. Everyone's in a different place individually, yeah. but really you, as you journey as a team, you know, you, you move as a team collectively through these stages um, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So
0: what I hear you saying is being able to um, continue to put words to what you're experiencing for your group yeah. kind of yeah. have to be able to say here's where we're at yeah. Um, yeah. which is kind of vision you know it's like here's why we yeah. exist here's what we're doing to know yeah. that it's
1: yeah. actually okay and, and it's normal that you're going to yeah. storm yeah. yeah and not just to go oh nope. my gosh i'm a horrible leader yeah. Yeah. and i like Nope, nope. this is actually yeah. we're disciple makers nope. this is look at this more as an opportunity that's yeah. good well, to, to help people for, grow for
0: my group where i'm at right now i'm like that's a good challenge to share hey here's what i'm seeing here's what mm-hmm. i'm here's what i'm feeling like as a group, we've now connected and we're moving into this stage. Let's be prepared for what's coming, you know, to kind of know what's coming Mm -hmm. next. Yeah. No,
2: I think it's good. Well, and I think collectively too, with some of my groups, um, when they're kind of maybe winding down from like the group season, or maybe like when they do switch to a summer season or a spring season, sometimes um, they might go to every other week that looks different. One thing that I really encourage some of my, uh, at least the ladies to do is like, hey, take out just take out even individually or two, like two of them at a time and just like ask them like three things. Like, how do you think group is going this year? Like what, it, like, what does that look like? Like, hmm. like, how do you think you impact the group? Like what, like what strengths or maybe even like what challenges yeah. you might bring to the group? And then what, what yeah. can I help you with as a leader? What can I help you with to help you take that next? But yeah. that way they've already probably said. What they want to grow in with the strength or weakness question that you're like, man, I can help you. And once you kind of have mm-hmm. a collective idea of answers, then it's like, OK, here's yeah. where they're at individually here. Mm-hmm. They are. That's great. Here's where they are at as a whole group. Now I can make like an educated decision on man, Lord, yeah. like obviously through prayer. Like mm-hmm. what's the next best step for our group collectively? That's great. Yeah. yeah. I do yeah. have a
0: question. This is off script. So you guys oh, just okay. throw this off. Not that we really had what a script, script? but yeah. I'm just, yeah, 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 yeah. We're just doing you this free up. Yeah, just show up <laughs> here. Uh, so what are things that you guys have experienced that will stall group growth? Mm.
1: Does that oh, makes sense. Good. What
0: What are things that like, Hey, this, this can derail, Yeah. you know, groups will just, they'll, they'll stop growing or they'll go backwards if this happens. Yeah.
1: Well, we don't grow people, right? Yeah. Jesus does mm-hmm. that. Yep. But we have a part, you know, so mm. we talk about God's part, their part, our part all the time, yeah. right? That's really good. And so I think what can stall a group from the standpoint of our part yeah, um, as leaders of the group um, is if we're not willing to engage in the conflict. Yeah. If we're not willing to model yeah. to group members what it looks like to forgive mm. and actually even overlook a lot. You know, yep. scripture talks yeah. a lot about overlooking. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, and you're, and if you can get in the place where you are more curious yep. about people, yeah, you know, you see something, you see an indicator in group, <laughs> some kind of behavior. I think, um, if we do our part in being curious yep. about where they're at, um, to model to them and yeah. show them, um, mm-hmm. what Christ like behavior looks like, what Jesus has for our life, um. I think then we're winning and then God does his part. Yeah. Right. And then obviously it's it a good reminder. And it can get discouraging, right? Yeah. When we're trying to help people grow and they won't grow,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, or they're resistant. Yeah. But we got to let God deal with that. I love that yeah. right? reminder,
0: knowing my part and, and that's mm-hmm. what I can do. Yeah. yeah. Any thoughts on that,
2: sir? Well, I was seeing uh, that's almost what exactly what I was going to say, even like have the hard conversation even. Um, I think another challenge, even for myself sometimes is, don't lose the passion that you had when you first started leading either. Mm-hmm. Like I think what stalls a group sometimes is us as the leader. We mm-hmm. get tired. We get overwhelmed. We're not managing our personal schedules well. So it's yeah. like, and in this idea of like, don't lose that passion and even the hunger to learn and grow. And yeah. so yeah. like when you our groups, pastors and women's leadership leaders have huddles, like mm. attend those, be a part of those, yeah. like be mm-hmm. passionate about discipleship, like you yeah. were in the very beginning of your leadership. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I see this across the board, whether you're in your twenties or whether you're in your eighties, we can get comfortable. And then we kind of just are like, well, we're, we're still doing it sort of, yeah. but it's like, no, like keep that hunger yeah. for discipleship okay. alive. And mm-hmm. you have to foster that hunger though.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think within that there's kind of the, we know the things biblically that, that work yeah. and we know mm-hmm. the things that don't work. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a aspect of acts chapter two which is they did these things regularly yes that's right they met together regularly they had yep. meals together they didn't mm-hmm. give up meeting together no, they didn't give right? up meeting together yep. and i think that was that's a piece that i could see for yeah. groups that i've uh, maybe been a part of that that went into a season of, of struggle you yeah. have people that stopped showing up yeah you know maybe you as a leader you canceled more than you should have you know you start yeah you just yeah. disconnect you weren't intentional and i yep. think that's the stuff It's like you know like you're saying the consistency of time over time Going, we're going to keep showing up. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing my part. I love that. Yeah, um, to help our group continue to grow because you're right, people grow individually, mm-hmm. and that's God's part. Yeah, we play a part in in doing what exactly we can do. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. showing up. Uh, they have to respond yeah. with their part in growing, yeah. and uh, I think that's that's crucial. Which again, that affects the group as a whole, yeah. because the group as a whole is just it's made up of the collection of those people in yeah. that group, yeah. and it's neat to see you know what happens over time, and it is part of I think time you know and uh, seeing. The Holy Spirit work over time yeah. yeah. in people's lives that they do grow and change, and we see things just That's radically. Right. One last question I think is good just to be aware of is how would you suggest um, groups navigate? You know, we talked about these various stages, mm-hmm. but let's talk a little bit about like seasons of, of ministry. So mm-hmm. there's yeah. holiday seasons, there's the summer season. Yeah. How do they be intentional to not lose growth and momentum? Yeah, You know, it's thinking about like our kids coming off a of summer break and it's like, oh, yeah. I feel like we're starting over, you know, because the <laughs> summer was gone and we're like, oh, we're back in September and we're learning how to read again. I know, know. It's like, right. does everyone know how
2: to read? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. How do you not lose yeah. momentum? Yeah. Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't you know, I know this, you know, I'm thinking about summer right now. Yeah. Uh, we're about ready to enter into that season. And that's a that's a challenging yeah. season to stay connected. Yeah. I've even tried to I think I'd call it drag my group. Through that season to mm. go, we're not going to give up meeting together, right? Yep. Thinking about that Hebrews passage, we're going to yep. meet every week, you know. But the hard part is schedules, mm-hmm. and so get creative. Don't get discouraged. Yeah. Think about the opportunities you have to meet with one another one on one. How do you continue to hold one, you know, each other accountable through yeah. that season? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you're you're inviting your group to attend a church service with you mm-hmm. Um, during that season. Yeah. Like let's. Let's see one another every week. I love that. Let's, yeah. let's, let's all go to the same service. Yeah. Or maybe there's a couple different pods in that group that, yeah. you know, go, to, uh, go to a service together. Great. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But you know, really it's, you don't stop being a disciple of Jesus yeah. and you don't stop being on mission for him. Yep. You look for other opportunities, regardless yep. of roadblocks, yep. yep. you move around those roadblocks, you get them out of your way and you invite people for coffee. Yeah. Right? We talked
0: about that for summer season and it's interesting because that can be true Uh, In the holiday season, it feels like the holidays are longer and longer nowadays. It's like from Thanksgiving to New Year's, like that's another summer. I mean, honestly, it's like you have to have the same intentionality and Mm -hmm. mindset in these Mm -hmm. big blocks of time that you might be taking some weeks off. Yeah. um, But you still have a plan in place, I hear you say.
1: And just real quick, you know, it can be hard when you're in that forming and storming stage um, and entering a season like that, because really, for the most part, generally speaking, you as the group leader, you're caring for all the needs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so before you get into that season, you really want to try to find at least one other person yeah. that can share the load with you. Yeah. To really encourage them to reach out to someone yeah. else in that group. <laughs> when you're in that ministering stage, a lot of it's starting to it's really all natural already. Yeah. And you're not really having to pull people to any yeah. kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. already, you know, connected and serving and caring and thinking about one another.
2: Yeah, that's really good.
1: Last thoughts, Sarah? On yeah, that?
2: I would. Yeah, I would just say leverage the season that you're in and be intentional with that. Each season yeah. brings a little bit different. Yep. Uh, yeah, when everyone's trucking along, great. It's it's moving. People are growing. It's awesome. There might be weeks that are canceled or weeks that we just aren't meeting. Like
0: mm-hmm.
2: leverage that one on one time mm-hmm. or even and make it fun. I was thinking like the guys in our group now to hold themselves accountable that everyone actually attended church. They have to find Chris at church and take a picture of him and then they text their group chat. And so it's just all (laughs) these pictures of Chris wherever, whatever he's doing. They don't. Yeah. (laughs) But I think, but I think it's leveraging. Yeah. Selfies. Yeah. But I think it's leveraging the fun even of like, but they're still holding each other accountable, but it's not in this like weird, like who went to church? Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's fun and it's, it's unique and it's different. So it's like leverage those seasons So that, again, you're fostering all of these stages of growth because these stages of growth aren't all going to happen inside group on Monday night at 630. They're going to happen all the times you're spending together.
1: I think no matter what season you're in, as long as you show genuine care for your group, right? That's one of those crucial qualities of a group leader that you're caring about where they're at. And you're aware that there's a spiritual battle um, for their life. Yep. Right.
0: Yep. And I also hear kind of know as a leader Know what's coming, yeah. you know. Yeah, know, know ahead. both the seasons, and then kind of. Hey, if you're a new group, hey, get ready. We got. We're gonna do some some storming. Yeah. If you're at past storming, it's like let's don't get too comfortable. Yeah. You know, let's continue to understand the vision. Looking ahead is part of our role as a leader. To care for yeah. our people's role as a leader. And again, I just love our church because this is the culture that's created, yeah. you know, and thank yeah, you guys for church. pouring in. Mm-hmm. I even to thank you for for me, you know, attending that huddle and being reminded of the purpose of, of the stages of group and being prepared for that. It's helpful. I'm sure it's been helpful for um, all of you listening to this today. I want to give you a couple uh, awareness pieces. This, this uh, whole discussion, we're going to have some uh some PDFs that are going to be connected to this, um, in the show notes. So you can check that out. It's a great Mm -hmm. visual. That'll help put some of the pieces together. You probably just listened to. Um, and we have a variety of trainings that we do on this topic. I think a big one that we referenced today was, um, all of our groups are, are led and overseen by a small group team. Mm -hmm. And there are huddles, there are, there are coaches that are a part of that be on the lookout and be listening mm. for yeah. when's the next one. Cause there's always growth and we need to have community around us. Yep. Again, yeah. we have trainings and different things you can be a part of, but don't miss those, those different resources that we have. Yeah. Thank you for all that you do. Group leaders. We're just grateful. Thank yes. you, Sarah, Jesse, for being yep. here today.
1: We're better together. We That's are all better I know. together. <laughs> yep.
0: And I think we're getting better drivers all the time. So this yep. is good. I'm hoping mm. for your driving skills yes. to get a little bit <laughs> better in our household. Yep. And we'll end with that. Thanks for being here today. We'll see you next time. Yeah. We are grateful for the investment you make each week as you reach the world for Jesus one person at a time and make biblical disciples in relational environments. For notes from this show and other great resources to help you grow, visit realliferesources.org.